Hello and welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of this show is to help you improve your English and, of course, learn something new. My name's Katya, I'm your host, and today with me... I'm Gary. And... Benjamin. Uh, dear listeners, you probably know what I am going to say, but yeah, I would like to once again ask you for a little bit of your help. So could you please subscribe to our pages on any platform where you listen to our podcast and let us know what you think. We would love to hear from you. We would love to get your feedback, your comments, maybe even your ideas, because, you know, we're always looking for ideas for our new episodes. So tell us, how can we be more useful to you? How can we become better? Is there something you like or don't like? So share all your thoughts and comments with us. You can do that on Apple Music, Apple Podcast, Yandex, Google, VK, any platform where you listen to our podcast, we're there. And we want to hear what you think. And now I want to hear how you, Gary, and you, Benjamin, have been doing. What's up? Yeah, busy at work, <laughs> happy, enjoying the sun. Got my hot water turned back turned back on, so I'm a happy guy. Now there's true happiness. Yes. That's the definition of happiness is two weeks without hot water and then getting hot water. Yeah. Also, well, I went two weeks and then they turned it back on and then they disconnected it for another three days. So oh, they taunted me fake, for... Fake out. They, yeah. It's a fake out. It's, okay, what... It's known as a head fake. Yeah. A head so fake, yeah. what do you choose? Uh, when, yes, we're going to give you water. No, we're not. Right. Yeah. Who's yeah. got who's got power over the water? Here? It was a very mean trick. Not you. No. It's a very mean trick. Very mean trick. They're nasty people. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what do you choose when when the water's off? To take a cold shower, an icy cold shower, or you know, to heat up three kettles well, just to I do the cold shower, but then oh. sometimes you need to to have a shave and it's kind of hard <laughs> to do that of cold water. And yeah, you have to use a kettle for that. Only one? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because yeah. I, you know, when I had those horrible two weeks, I was like, kettle one, kettle two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Multi- you know, a multiple kettle mm-hmm. situation, as yeah. we call it. <laughs> yes, right. Yes, many yeah. kettles. Yes. Well, you know, this is the time, uh, these two weeks is the time when you bond with your friends more than ever because you suddenly want to text everyone asking, do you have hot water? Do you have a boiler? Can I come? <laughs> Can I come see? I've missed you so much. <laughs> Yeah, this generation, it's yeah, the only bonding experience we have is the hot water situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> right yes. Previous generations, it was the war. It was... It was now it's the hot water. <laughs> it was other things and we, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, horrible two weeks. Have you noticed that every single time that they turn the hot water off, it's very hot. So you're like, you're sweaty. You want to take a shower. And then there's no hot water, and you're like, why? Yeah. It's intentional. They plan it. They, plan they sit in their big offices and just decide, <laughs> okay, it's, hot, the enough, it's time? hot enough. Turn the hot water off. Yeah. Hit the, hit the switch. <laughs> well, you know, we have, we have this Russian saying. It's like, how to make people happy. Take something away from them and then return it. Ta-da. People are happy. So, you know, we don't value hot water as a rule. But once you take it away from us for two weeks... True. We sure, you know, sure do stuff. I mean, yeah, it is actually totally true. I mean, <laughs> you, you really do appreciate hot water after. Yeah. Can you imagine? I know it's not really related to the topic much, but uh, when I lived in Yakutia, we didn't have hot water from May till October. Like, uh, at oh, all. Oh, oh wow. wow. 
Yeah. That was okay. that's hardcore. Okay. Unbelievable and unforgettable experience. So, did you have like a metal tub at home, which you would? Well, it was mostly you know buckets and kettles. Yeah. And then once a week we would go to my aunt to you know take a bath. Mm. Um, so your electric bill must have been insane from all the kettles. Well, I mean it's Yakutia. It doesn't matter whether whether you have to use the like more kettles. It's always insane. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess so. I mean, my parents used to pay twelve thousand for utilities every month, like electricity, water. Oh wow! Wow. Well, wait, wait, twelve thousand. Or 12,000 rubles. Yeah, well, that's still yeah. a lot. Well, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, was, back, in the day, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean like five years ago, three years ago even. That would be a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. that's, what is it? The pension in Russia, isn't it? It's 12,000 rubles a month, something like that. Depends on how long you've been working and what places you've been working and yeah. where. Because my parents, again, they lived in Sahara Republic. So mm-hmm. in there, the... Um, premium yeah. yeah it's it's higher than in other parts of the country and also they retired usually they retire five years earlier because mm. it's it's the far east it's the north so for them it's not 55 60 for women and men but uh 50 55 so was, 50 for was. women now of course it's older uh, i don't well maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. they just raised it it was yeah they retired much Unjoy, lack of joy in <laughs> in the public. Yeah, yes. yeah. So, but, did it. but we're not here today to talk about hot water. No, or we're not. Pensions. Yeah, those are both topics in and of themselves. Yeah, so maybe mm. another date. Yes, right. Or pensions. Yeah, pensions. Yeah. Right, pensions. Now there's a sap. A retirement yeah. plan. <laughs> you know. Yeah, right. That'll so maybe that'll draw in the, the listeners. <laughs> right. Wow, they're talking about pensions. I'm in. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> no, but we are here today to talk about transport. Do 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 do. And I want to ask you, are you guys drivers? Do you drive? Yeah, I've got driving license. I've got a UK license and a US license. Fancy. Gary? I've, I've got a US license. So how long have you been driving? Well, I learned how to drive when I was, I think, 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. Got my license in the UK. But obviously, being living in the UK, you barely drive. When mm-hmm. I briefly moved to America for two years, I was driving all the time which was mm. great. So I honed my driving skills in America. You said that you didn't drive in the UK much. Well, and that's understandable because you lived in London. But yeah. What about, uh, you know, rural areas? Do people tend to drive over there? Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. And the difference between the UK, well, we can talk about this a bit later, but the main difference is, is in the UK, you have to do a manual license or an automatic license. Oh, that was going to... Yeah, that was going to be my question. Yeah, so so in the UK, if you have a manual license, or in the US, as they say, a stick shift, mm-hmm. I think that's what... Yeah, yeah. Or you can call it a manual. Yeah, manual license. Um, it allows you to drive both manual and mm-hmm. automatic cars. In the US, it's fortunate you don't have to distinguish between the two. Because it's always so, automatic. Well, they do have stick shift cars in America, not manual cars. They're making... They're they're phasing Almost. them they're, out. They're hard yeah. to find them even in the yeah. States. So Gary, I mean, do you have a manual license or an automatic I just one? have a license. We don't make a difference. And yeah. uh, we don't make, there's no distinction in the licenses. And yeah. uh, it used to be that cars would have manual transmissions or stick stick shift. Yeah. It. And, uh, but there was never any licensing difference about them. So 
but I learned on on an automatic because that was what car my parents had. And then later when I got a car, my second car, um, it had a it had a stick shift, and yep. I just learned how to do it. But what That's car? What well, can you remember? What car you learned on? I do. Yeah. <laughs> my, 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 my parents had a had a big car. They yeah. had a Cadillac. Oh, cool. Yeah, like a sedan DeVille, if you remember that, which was two-door, two-door. So cool. monster, monster big doors and uh, and a monster car to learn how to park with. Because yeah. the, the one <laughs> difficult part of the driving test is parking. You have to parallel mm-hmm. park, we call it, which means, you know, it's like a city parking Well, I, I know you grew up in Ohio. Which part of Ohio again? I forgot. Cleveland. Cleveland. So, oh, so it's a major city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we I wasn't doing city driving, and you don't actually have to, you would rarely have to parallel park in, in Cleveland. Yeah. But that's part of the test. It's like yeah. skill part. Gary, how old were you when you got a driver's license? I was uh, 15. I got my oh, learner's cool. my learner's permit, at, and then that allows you to drive with, with a, a driver with you. Mm-hmm. And, and then at 16, because that was a big thing in the day. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've noticed that whenever I say to people that I don't have a license in the U.S., they are just so shocked. Like, what? How? I mean, how come? But... You know, they're so shocked because everybody seems to have, you know, a driver's license sure, at, the age of, yeah. at the age of 16 or yeah. maybe 17. So and they just can't understand how come that I don't have one. And I yeah. said, well, I don't have the reason to. I mean, yeah, well, I it, just in don't. certain places in the States, uh, people wouldn't have a car, wouldn't have a license, wouldn't know. Well, New York have, City. Yeah, New probably. York City, maybe. And maybe, I don't know, Boston. Uh, I don't know. You, li- you lived in Boston suburbs. I mean, so. if it's. Boston itself, I mean, Boston maybe not, itself, but yeah. the greater area, oh, right, you yeah. have to have yeah, a car. Yeah, yeah. Actually, going to talk about you know the availability of public transport, and you'll understand why. Right, right. But I've noticed that in the U.S., having a car and having a license is a must. It's not a luxury, yeah. but it's a must. You can't yeah, yeah, no, properly function. Maybe the only exception is New York. Yeah, but they, they you know, else. they take pride in not yeah. being able to drive. That's what yeah. they're proud of. Like, oh, I don't need a license. I'm a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah until they wanted to get out of the city during COVID, <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, then, the, <laughs> then the 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 the, sh- the shine of that distinction. If you uh, don't want to pay two thousand five hundred dollars a month for a terrible flat <laughs> or apartment, <laughs> you're gonna yeah, that's right, yeah. gotta learn to drive. Yeah. So how how what is the process of getting a driver's license like? I mean, in the UK, in the US, how how does that work? So typically you need to do about, I don't know, 25 lessons, something like that. You can get a driver's license without doing lessons. You can just be instructed you, by you, a you're parent. You're talking or about both the UK country, both, both countries. Okay. Yeah. You can just learn on your own, but you have to do the theory test and then you have to do the practical test in both countries. Mm-hmm. The theory test is generally pretty easy. You just have to revise some materials in a book. The practical test is, is a little tricky. Um, in the UK, I passed on my first try, luckily. Very happy I passed. Um, when I went to the US, I failed the first one and passed the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I failed was so annoying. It wasn't because of a dangerous maneuver or, or anything. It was because I was driving in a residential area. Mm-hmm. Speed limit is 25 miles per hour in American residential areas. And they had some speed humps, you know, speed mm-hmm. bumps. Mm-hmm. And it said 15 mile per hour miles per hour over the speed bumps so i thought okay let's just keep it at 15 
and I failed the test because of that. And I, I said, why did you fail, fail the test? And for going said, too slow? For going too slow. Oh, so he said, oh you can wow. fail a test so, for going so too I, slow? I thought, <laughs> I thought, let's demonstrate to the instructor that I'm responsible. Yeah. It says 15, let's just keep it at 15. He said, no, 15 over the humps and then 25 and then 15 oh, wow. over the humps and 25. And I just thought, mate, I, I understand, give me a minor infraction or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that but fail the test because of that and it was just yeah, so apparently yeah. you can go too slow you can go too <laughs> slow just, well you can on you know some uh, highways have minimum speeds yeah right? it's so true it's, yeah if it's what f- yeah. 40 or something you know like for farm equipment or something mm-hmm. you know or if mm-hmm. you're if you've mm-hmm. got a vehicle problems you can if you can keep it at 40 miles an hour yeah. you can stay on the road but lower than that it becomes a danger yeah. so yeah I don't even remember if I, I, I think I did fail the test uh, one time, but it's so long ago, I can't remember. So in general, it's easy to get a driver's license. I mean, bureaucratically wise. Yeah, they're not trying to make it difficult. Yeah, Yeah, as long as you haven't um, legally driven a car before and got caught with it, it shouldn't be too difficult. Because in here, it seems to be so difficult because yeah. yeah, it's a I've big business that. over yeah. here, yeah. like a huge business because you can't just, you know, learn how to drive somewhere else. Or let's say, you know, your, if your parent teaches you how to drive and then come to the school or to someplace and say, yeah. I want to take a test, like theory test, then the driving they test. They want professional drivers here. Yeah, they want. Well, well, yeah. well instructed and the <laughs> results are, speak for themselves. Yes. So you have to go to the Very driving school, yeah. pay a hell of a lot of money and then take the theory test and then driving test. Yeah. And they used to have like driving tests on um, like an autodrome, yeah. something like that. And then you yeah. would have a test in the city. But then if you fail, each following test, as you know, is for money. So you have to pay. Yeah. yeah. My sister failed the first three ones, I think. Yeah. 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 So, but that's, that's. <clears throat> yeah. I know somebody that I think failed maybe eight times, seven, eight times. They, and it, it just looked like maybe a bribe situation. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So my sister, uh, at that school that where she was taking classes, it was an unspoken rule that the first test, it should be no more than two people who pass it. Oh, so the wow. next time, some more, next time, some more so that, you know, yeah. The, the school needs money. Yeah. So and oh, so the school gets a cut of that, or does the money go to the school? The money goes to the school. Oh, jeez. And then only well, part that, of it goes to the uh, wow. Well, that offices that, that or, doesn't encourage corruption at all. I mean, yeah. and then I mean, really, <laughs> gracious. But, I, I mean, remember it used to be like fifteen thousand or like sixteen thousand for the whole process, like years and years ago. Now it's about forty thousand, if uh, not more. Wow. But. Honestly, I've been thinking about take you know getting a driver's license. Uh, first, I thought about that in the U.S. because I thought if I want to live here for some time, get my degree here, I will need to have a driver's license because yeah. otherwise, getting around a small town, ah, uh, no. I mean, it was thirty-five minute walk to to the nearest supermarket. Yeah, right. <laughs> but then I came to Russia. I'm like, okay, maybe I can get a driver's license here. <laughs> and I realized how aggressive all the drivers are here. I th- and I said, They're no, so aggressive. hell I've no. Seen, uh-uh. yeah. mm-hmm. Well, in America, there are very aggressive drivers too, to be honest. It's not just Russia. There can be. Well, yeah. you know, I don't remember if I've told you the story how I came to the U.S. and I've been talking to people, you know, about, you know, Massachusetts in general, drivers and everything. And people ask me, so how do you like Yeah, Boston is the worst. I mean, and I said, it's actually the worst in the United States, I think. I said, like, reputation. you know, um, I love people here. They're so friendly. They just looked at me like, 
Say what? Are we talking about Boston right now? Like, are you yeah. are you so friendly? I'm like, look, I'm from Russia. And they're like, you do know that we have a special town, which is Mass Hole, right? I'm like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, apparently Boston has some of the um, Yeah, they're worst bad. They're really bad. Drivers, yeah. yeah. But coming from Novosibirsk. New York isn't that bad. I mean, I lived in New York for a couple of years, yeah. and, and it's really not bad at all. But comparing, you know, to Siberia, where the drivers are very aggressive, like really when we, um, so my parents and I several years ago, well, not even several, but like seven years ago, um, we had a, you know, car trip from Novosibirsk to Yakutsk. And then we also had one from Yakutsk to Novosibirsk. So it was five days, uh, five, six days. And we- That's cool. We understood that, like, this Siberian region is where most of the car crashes are, it seems. So mm-hmm. because of the because of the drivers, they're very careless. Well, and they just, go, you know, yeah. way too fast. Yeah. yeah. And the road, I mean, you know, we've got two-lane roads, and it's mm-hmm. just, yeah. they're very dangerous. Dangerous, yeah. yeah. It's just in ice, and, <laughs> you know, all mud, bad roads, you know, not always good yeah. roads. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I have only been at the wheel once in my life when um, I had to, you know, move some stuff from my apartment to campus and my friend was uh, helping me and then she just gave me the keys like, sit. I'm like, I'm sorry. She's like, well, you wanted to learn how to drive. Here's your chance. I'm like, but we're in a parking lot. She's like, yeah, it's empty. Like there are four cars. She's like, well, please do your best not to hit them. (laughs) All right. Your job is... But I was like, not to hit those four do, cars scattered over this like, huge parking lot. What, what do I do? She's like, wait, you've never actually done that? I'm like, I don't even know how to start a car. She taught me, you know, some basic things and I had several rounds around the uh, parking lot and then I parked in such a ridiculous way. <laughs> right, yes, right. I'm not talking about parallel parking shut right the, now. Shut the know? door and walked away with a smile. Yes, yeah, After right. that, I started to admire brought, people. Brought her home. Drive. Yeah, right, yes. Kind of at an angle and, right, yes. Up the, so on the curb stressful. and off the curb. But it's, it's when, when you first start driving, it's, it's you think it's going to be really easy. It's actually quite... No, it's not. It's not yeah, easy it's at the tricky. start. It it's, gets easy that after That one while, time but, taught me yeah. that it's not easy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like just getting on a bike. It's because it's, you have to be very spatially aware and it's very easy to clip a curb or to... I feel like you have to be... I do not know. It's like... A whole new set of skills, you know, noticing everything on the sides ahead, what's happening, you know, behind you, everything, the signs, the traffic lights, all the cars. How how can you do that? I yeah. admire people who drive, <laughs> right, honestly. Yes. Okay. They are very amazing. Yes. All right. Yes. All right. Yeah. I, have, Amer- I have a America feeling you have somebody, ama- some, somebody <laughs> special in mind, you know? No. America's a wonderful place. All those amazing people. <laughs> <That's right>. Yes. <laughs> oh, so and what... Um, wait, Gary, have you driven here in Russia? I have. Yeah, I used to have a vehicle here. I used to have a... Uh, I used to have an Awazic, not just oh, any... Oh, what? what? Did you have a, bu- a Buhanka? Not a, uh, a Buhanka. You know, the bread loaf um, ones, that, like the ambulances. Ah, like a, okay, yeah, yeah. I've not heard that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, I did. I had a classic Awazic. No, like Skoria. Yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah uh, that's the one. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, Ooh, I did. That's so cool. So I was traveling in style. Did you have the opportunity to trade in your U.S. license or did you have to do the Russian 
course. I didn't have to do anything. I, the, this was in the 90s, and yeah. uh, ah. I didn't have to do anything. I don't think I would have to do anything now. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't be so sure. I don't think you'd have to do anything now. Well, no, no, I was doing re- a lot of research into oh. this. And you would apparently have to. I have to do the Russian test mm-hmm. now. So oh, I wow. would be allowed to drive on my UK license for up to 60 days. Mm-hmm. But because I have a work visa here, it's... You have to get the Russian license. Also, after 60 I would, days. you know, if I were you, I would actually mm. take, you know, a test or something, especially yeah. after driving in the UK, because it has like left side. Well, no, because I drove in America. Oh, you drive in the US. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, true. that's true. But the interesting thing is, is that the UK is part of what is called the Vienna Convention, which means that there are reciprocal recognition of driving nice licenses. Whereas the U.S., there's no reciprocal recognition with Russian licenses and U.S. licenses, so it's it's much easier to mm. to there, drive there on a British be, license. Used to be, mm. I, I'm sure that none you can of, drive on a U.S. license in Russia if you're a tourist, for instance. But there's uh, more reciprocity. It's kind of complicated, but there's more reciprocity between the U.K. and Russia with driving than there is between the U.S. It's really complicated, but. Gary, you said you used to have a car. So did. why did you stop having a car? Well, I uh, I had I had to leave uh, the country in in um, in 2003, and I wasn't sure I was going to be able to come back. Mm. And so um, I just sold the vehicle, basically. And um, that I was came. also an interesting choice of a car. Oh, it was. Yeah. Well, it was. It was. You know, I was going into villages somewhat and things like that. So there were, it, it had, it was a utility type thing. It was obviously, cool. and, um, and it, it was good for, it was very good for the purpose. And, and, uh, I had a friend here that could work on it and keep it operating, uh, which helped. And, um, so, but at that point it was just a vehicle that I, you know, I had to, I did have a garage at the time and metal garage. And so I could have kept it, but you know, vehicles deteriorate and you don't mm-hmm. know if so you're going yeah. to. So anyway, I, I just sold it. Mm-hmm. Ben, have you ever had a car? Yeah, well, in America, I owned, owned two. So the first one was a... You owned a, two? Well, not at the same time. So I bought one for $2,000 in, in Vegas. Um, well, I bought it in Los Angeles and drove it over to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And, and it made it. It That's made it. Yeah. it made $2,000. It did. Which is a cheap If a $2,000 yeah. car does that, yeah. it's, it's doing well. Yeah. And it was a stick shift car, a manual car. Well, stick shift is an American word. Yeah. And um, obviously, I, I'd learned how to drive a manual car in the UK, but I hadn't driven in so many years and I, I forgot how to do it. Uh-huh. So it took a while to get used to driving a manual car again. And because it was a $2,000 car, eventually, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, had, yeah. it had some problems <laughs> and I was driving around Vegas on a really hot summer's day. So it's oh, about yeah, yeah. Um, 45 degrees Celsius. Well, I can tell you the problem you probably had. Did it yeah. involve your cooling system at all? It wasn't actually the cooling system. Okay. I never turned on the AC because I would just have fried yeah. the car. Oh. But, okay. So you, had no, but, so, so you were just driving with... Wow. It was disgusting. It, it was disgusting. It, it was so, so yes. it was so bad, but it was such an experience. <laughs> uh, the problem was, do you know what the clutch hydraulics are? Uh, so, what yes, now? I do. so the clutch is yeah. the mechanism. Can you dumb which, it down to like So the clutch maybe? is what engages the transmission 
yeah, the, with the gears. Yeah, the, okay. the, the, okay. clu- the clutch is the thing that when so, it's manual, it it's it's the it's the third pedal. So there's three pedals. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So the clutch hydraulic. So the hydraulics. Do you know what hydraulics are? So yeah. Okay. The hydraulic pipes leaked everywhere ah. because it was really hot. I'm guessing because it was really hot weather, and it's really hard to explain, but. The clutch pedal, oh, no. you, when when it's when everything's in working order, it has some stiffness to it. Uh-huh. It's, it's, oh, it, it went gives to you the floor. Feedback. It yeah, the floor. it went to the floor. So okay. the pedal that was does not touching good. the floor. So you got no clutch. So yeah. I was driving around Vegas, and <laughs> and all of a sudden the clutch was not engaging. It was not working, and there was this hydraulic fluid all over the floor. Oh. So what can this lead to? So you have to completely <laughs> replace the piping system yeah. for the hydraulics. And this was quite an expensive job. So I just thought, let's just sell the car. And I've got... I've <laughs> yeah. got to, yeah. Don't tell them about <laughs> that. Just refill, <laughs> refill the... Well, the, car re- didn't, the car just didn't work. <laughs> just, just refill the reservoir and put it on exactly. sale and say, it's a, this thing is a gem. Well, the, <laughs> you're going to love this car. Well, the Everything is, works perfect. The car wouldn't drive at all. So I had to, I had to get the car towed to... <laughs> <laughs> towed back home and it was you know, like really, use yeah. the tape just tape it all yeah, over exactly. like yeah, yeah it's perfect and i sold it to this to this guy who for for nothing for like 200 dollars right. yeah, because yeah. the car was a, mm-hmm. as as they say in america it was a lemon it was yeah. what a kind, dud. What car what, what kind of car it was, was a mitsubishi lancer okay so it was it was, a, it was a pretty fun car but i sold it to this guy for 200 bucks because there was nothing mm-hmm. i could do with the car and i didn't want to pay for parking and insurance etc so <laughs> Funny story, very quickly. Um, he obviously couldn't drive the car, and the guy didn't want to pay for a tow truck to, to, to <laughs> right, because and, he's buying a two hundred dollar car. He, he did the yeah, fun, he, this, this is he's this putting his life cr- savings into this. This guy was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, this, so what did I'm just giving you my last dollar? So what he did was he had a really cheap car himself, about eight hundred buck car. Oh, so, okay. And he he told me to sit in the car, steer it, and he pushed the car with his car. Oh, he pushed it. Pushed, he not, pushed it. And then oh. I said, are you sure we can do this? I'm not insured. And he I, said, believe um, me. Yeah, look, he, at, look at my equipment. Exactly, look at the kind of person I am. That's exactly Trust what me. he said. <laughs> yes. he, 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 I'm, I got $1,000 in these two cars. And, and, I, and, I, and I got out of the car. I got a lot car. of money in this thing. We, we were on a residential <laughs> road and I said, I got out of the car. I said, look, I'm, I'm not messing around. I don't want any blemishes on my record. I, I want a clean driving license. I don't want police problems. So I got out of the car and he got a, um, what is it called? He's got a big piece of string, a big mm-hmm. rope, and he tied the <laughs> he tied my car to the string, and I got in his car because I, I didn't a want anything rope. to do with it. Rope, yeah. yeah, some rope. <laughs> yeah, um, and um, we were driving on a busy road. It's called Desert <sighs> Inn Road. It's a very busy road in Vegas, <laughs> and we made a turn, and the rope snapped. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. but your brakes oh, work, right? And the car was just floating around in the middle of the road. With well, the guy's car, everywhere. you know, the working one and, had the brakes working, but thought, Ben's car. Oh God, my driving, li- my, my, my license plates are still in this car. If the police yeah, see this, Ben's I'm going to be in so much in trouble. Eyes, yeah. So, I, so we, we, I said to him, come on, let's get in the car. And he didn't speak much English. He, he was from Mexico. And I said, vamos, vamos. Let, let's, let's, let's. So I got the steering wheel and, and just turned the car into a someone's driveway and this car <laughs> yes, 
paid a visit. Okay. What happened next? I was so happy that I managed to get this car off the road because some police cars drove by oh, a few wow. minutes after. And oh god, I'm so scared. And what about people? You know, in whose driveway driveway you ended uh, up? We 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 didn't think about. We it. just abandoned. Okay. Just, yeah. <laughs> he, he, that was he, the problem for your future. Yeah, yeah, he, for a future band. L- okay. Luckily, luckily, this driveway was nearby this guy's house, and. <laughs> <laughs> so he managed to just like push it in the middle of the night back to his house. There you go. But yeah, wow. I, I was so happy because I was, I, I don't, I've never had a parking ticket. I've never had a so speeding have like a fine. Clean record. I drive like a grandma. I like having a clean Yeah, we noticed that, record. you know, you didn't yeah. pass your test because you were driving exactly, too slow. Exactly. Right, that's, grandma yeah, that's Ben. Right, that's right. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, right. So, that's right. So Cautious I, from yeah. the very beginning of his so, driving and, career. And, yes. and I was, I was, being, I was so <laughs> nervous about He didn't even have a yeah. license and it was because he was too cautious. <laughs> exactly. So, Grandma so, Ben, what yeah. was the second car that you got? So I bought it off my brother because he wanted to sell it and um, buy a pickup truck, which mm. is this great pickup truck. It's, it's a Toyota Tacoma. It's a great truck. And mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. he sold it to me. Um, yeah, I, I just, yeah, I'm still paying back for it. But, um, it was it was a good car. It was a Hyundai um, Accent, which is a Solaris here in Russia. They're quite mm-hmm. common here in Russia. Oh yeah, they are. And it wasn't a fancy car or anything, but it, it was really good. It worked. It was it was automatic. It got me from A to B. Um, only a couple of small problems. Do you know what a check engine light is? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I think. I think it's called in Russian chick engine, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> so but, um, was it always on? Not on, but... Not on, um, but it blinked a couple of times because it was really hot in Vegas and it was just a couple of issues, but I reset it. In America, you have to do this thing called a smog check. In most states, you have to do a smog check, which is right. like a, it's kind of like a tjeka smotr mm. in Russia mm. where you Like once every year? Yeah. Once a year. Yeah. And you yeah. can't register your car unless you do, unless you can. Oh. That's that's why you have the sticker, right? Uh, I think it's part so. of getting yeah. the sticker, yeah. Yeah, you need you need exactly the tags they're called in America. Um, so you can't have a check engine light on if ah. you want to register the car. Mm-hmm. That, at least oh, wow. in California or in Nevada or in most states. Some states, I think Tennessee, it doesn't matter. Some maybe Florida, Alabama, they don't care. But in, <laughs> in, in okay. most states, you need to do a smog check. And, yeah. You know, I have. It seems to me that in the US, it's some sometimes cheaper to get a new car than to fix an old one. Well, I've got a philosophy mm. of uh, of car <clears throat> buying. I, I've which is which is yeah. I've never paid more than uh, thirty five hundred dollars for a car mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, and uh, for three thousand dollars, you can get pretty decent car usually now it depends on the market and i wouldn't want to try to do that now um Mm -hmm. from what i understand but um when i've been trying to do that it's been possible to do that and it's always been okay you know you get enough of a car and it does what you want it to do and then you sell it for a thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars or whatever three thousand dollars is a good price because you it's somewhat decent yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, surprisingly, yeah. you wouldn't think you could get anything <clears throat> for three thousand dollars. You know, that would be like uh, it would be like uh, two hundred two hundred ten thousand yeah. rubles or something. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's like not a car here. Uh, but in the states, you can do that usually. Now, yeah. now mm-hmm. you know, I might have to go to four or something. I don't know, five. My friend actually, she was 
she has a favorite type of car, which is a Toyota Solara. So she was driving it here in Novosibirsk before she moved to the US. And then over over there, she had been looking for one for a year, you know, with good record, good conditions. Yep. So she bought it. It was her dream car. She was so happy, you know, until last year she got into a car accident. So someone just hit oh her dear. from behind. A rear ending, it's mm. called, yeah. So, yeah. and she had, she had a concussion and the car yeah. was just done. So her insurance said that it would cost... 6500 to fix it and they're not paying that so wow. they just you know totaled it yeah they call yeah. it totaling it. Yeah. yeah so and they just gave her the money to buy a new one so she had to look for a new one and of course she couldn't buy anything like that again because that was a basically once in a lifetime opportunity because it's an old car so she well, got a concussion what what else happened so she was she so she was, as far as I understand, she was driving someone, how do you say it? Rear end. To so, rear end someone. So somebody rear-ended her. Yep. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. So yep. somebody rear-ended her and she's like, all I could understand was that, you know, that happened and she had like, yeah. I think first she was functioning on uh, adrenaline, on, on shock yeah. maybe. Because mm-hmm. then the second day... Um, well, you know, the, the cars got towed and everything. She went home and then she realized that she was feeling nauseous. You know, she had a severe yeah. um, um, mm. headache. So she went to hospital actually, to the ER, yeah. she and her passenger. And it turned <coughs> out that she had um, severely hit, you know, her neck. A whiplash accent. Yeah. Do you know what whiplash is? They call it like, so, whiplash. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Mm, like yeah. the word whip. So, so whip, and yeah. she had a concussion and I think... For three or four months after, she couldn't wear a bag on that part because of the oh injury. So every time she tried to turn, she said like she, I, she couldn't hug anyone because it was painful. So I think for like now. So was it because the seat belts um, constricted her collarbone or something might, like this? Might, yeah, might be, but she said if she yeah. if she didn't have you know a belt on, oh, she, she would have just yeah. you know flown window, out yeah. of the window like through the window, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, and she was so sad, Scary. you know, about the about the car. Of course, scared as well, you know, because she, because yeah. you know, in Russia, everyone is so reckless about wearing seat belts. She's like, if I hadn't been doing that, like if I hadn't had a seat belt yeah. on, yeah. I wouldn't have been alive right now. Yeah. So that's a very good conditional sentence. Yeah, let's let's use that in our lessons. Yeah. Let's make a. Yeah. Whenever I can't yeah. think of an example, you know what. <laughs> This. It's when, a naturally occurring. It naturally, it naturally yeah. occurred. Yeah. We didn't even see Ben is now, you yeah. know, getting all into being a teacher. Like, oh, that was yeah, good. Exactly. That was a good yeah. conditional. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's yeah. that was a good the, case of using prepositions, parsing, phrasal parsing, parsing his own sentences and sentences of others. <laughs> yeah, right. nice second condition, but, man. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, it's yeah. third. Yeah, right. Gary, it's third conditional. Is it third? Well, I didn't. I wasn't. Oh, no. <laughs> Any, I wasn't anything. paying it. I was yeah. Anyway, okay. I knew it was third. That <laughs> is, by the way. <laughs> if I'd been thinking about it, I don't if even I remember been what it was. Yeah. About it. <laughs> <laughs> if I had thinking about it. We're I'm, multiplying it here. Yeah. Well, that's, why you, that's why you tune into these native speakers just throwing off certain <laughs> conditionals <laughs> left and right. It just comes out of our mouths. Naturally. <laughs> just, just, yeah. Every second sentence, every other sentence is a condition. It's, right. it's, it's just like music out of Mozart. You know what I mean? Should do a it's whole just... podcast only in conditional. Oh, we have form. one. Oh yeah. Oh, the condi- oh yeah. We call it the conditional podcast. We call it, you oh, know yeah. it's like it, I think it's called. What if 
Cleopatra's nose had been longer. That's the name of the of the podcast, oh, and it's right. all about you know alternatives in history. What if? Uh, what okay. if that? What if all that? Right. So we do have one. Cool. Anywho, so I think that this is um, the the seatbelt situation is the biggest difference between the countries because in the U.S. people you know buckle up so they don't have an accident or they are alive after an accident. I think in Russia the mentality is more like oh, I have to put the seatbelt on in, so that I don't get fined. Well, by the way, in New Hampshire, it's not it's not a legal requirement. In New Hampshire, it's the only state. <laughs> the you, land of the why free. am I yeah, not surprised right now? Yeah, yeah. New Hampshire. Yeah, no offense to any yeah. New Hampshire residents yeah. listening, of well, course, but yeah. their their slogan is "Live free or Live, die." Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. Like, yeah I mean, and they're doing it. And they're doing they're doing both of it. They got both sides. They're living free and dying. It's it's wonderful. I remember I mentioned it in one of the in one of the episodes that um, it's not even a choice. We just do both of them up here in New Hampshire. We live free and we die living free. You know, I we got I remember, it all. Yeah, but I remember actually about New Hampshire. So in Massachusetts, it's illegal to buy fireworks. You can't buy fireworks or set fireworks. Yeah. But you can do that in New Hampshire. Of course you can. Yeah. Yeah. And Another opportunity to live free and die. A fun fact yeah. about New Hampshire. The moment you cross the border it. between Massachusetts and New Hampshire, you see a firework shop on the left and a strip club on the right. Oh, correct. And that was a very interesting combination. Like, okay, that was my first impression of New Hampshire. <laughs> Lovely. Right. Yes. right. Wow. All right. So have you noticed any other differences between the US, the UK and Russia in terms of driving? Like how people drive, anything else, cars? To be honest, there are reckless drivers everywhere. Because obviously, of course, Russia has a reputation for having a lot of car accidents. But a lot of that comes down to the weather. And yes, of course, there are some reckless drivers. But in the States too, you see trucks driving in the fast lane. And <clears throat> there's problems everywhere for reckless mm. drivers. I would say... I wouldn't say the UK, because in the UK we have some idiot drivers too. But if you go to countries like the Netherlands, um, there you have a lot of responsible drivers. Um, <laughs> there you go, right there. Because <laughs> they well, make Ben look like a daredevil. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> daredevil Ben. Right, the speed limit's 25, they're going... But there they have a lot of cyclists and they have uh-huh. a lot of bicycle infrastructure. I heard and that they have that the cyclists have a priority. They do. They have priority. Well, I mean, they generally have priority in most countries, but in in the Netherlands, they're, they're, you have bicycle lanes everywhere, and the process of acquiring a license is very very long in the Netherlands. It's and people drive more for pleasure than they do for for daily necessity. For mm-hmm. instance, in the US. Yeah. So people don't want to screw up their license. They want to keep their license. So they generally are more responsible. Of course, in Germany, you have the famous autobahns, which on some stretches of the autobahns, you don't have any speed limit. The reason why is because the German government believes that, all right, our driving, our drivers are more responsible. They've been tested. Um, like, yeah, they've, they've, mm-hmm. had, they've undergone many tests and examinations. Um, so they they should be able to drive at whatever speed they see fit. And obviously all the accidents that happen on the autobahn are foreign drivers who, mm, mm-hmm. or mostly foreign drivers who um, who want to take their Lamborghinis out for a spin. And mm-hmm. I mean, you see some amazing videos on the internet of people driving 200 miles per hour mm. on there. But generally there aren't more accidents on the autobahn as there are in 
in other countries, even though there's no speed limit. So that mm-hmm. is one very famous difference, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You know what else came to my mind about being different? So, and Gary, you've mentioned that about Russia, that in Russia on highway, we have, let's say, two lanes or four lanes. Okay. But what I've noticed in the US and what I loved, and I think we should have that here in Russia, is that, so let's say three or four lanes going one direction and then lanes of cars going the other direction, they're usually separated by the, um, on different sides, maybe there is a hill between them yeah. or some kind of, yeah. a lot of barriers, yeah. some barriers. So, but they're yeah. never, you know, close to each other. So, which I guess. Well, they, they are, they're like on state routes in, in the U.S., like in Ohio, for example, um, and in Florida, just everywhere when they, you know, it takes, it takes way more money to lay out, you know, parallel but that would lead to fewer accidents, I believe. Oh, of course it would. Yeah. Because in here, if even if you know, if you read the news yeah. about Novosibirsk region, every single day you read news about how several people died in a horrible car crash. Yeah, yeah. And yep. I hated the passing here, like driving to Barnaul. I had occasion to drive to Barnaul yep. a few times, and I mean, just those two lane. And it's the same thing in the United States. Two lane roads are and just people terrible. are yeah. driving like crazy sometimes. You know they. Yeah. Oh, how do you actually call that when there's one car and you want to overtake? Overtake. So when people are overtaking you like crazy, even the, even if the, you know there is a car going yeah, at you, basically right. like yeah. I can make it, I can make yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> my dad used to do that sometimes, and my mom right. would swear at him like, "What are you doing right now? We could have died." So, but yeah, yeah. Well, in, in my- the US, um, on the roads, you have the yellow line which divides uh-huh. the two yeah. directions of the road. So, if the line is is um, not dotted, if the line is striped, yeah, dot- yeah, dotted, dotted yeah. if the line's dotted, you're allowed to overtake. But yep. if the line is um, yeah, solid, solid, yeah. Yeah, solid you're not allowed to overtake. You know, when we were, um, you know, having this trip, which is which was six days from here oh, to not to Yakutsk. Um, sometimes my dad would be driving. Sometimes my sister is driving, and you know she would be driving. But just like slow down, you know, you're going way too fast. She's like, no, I'm not. It's like 110. It's a lot. He's like, it's an American car. It's miles per hour. She's like, oops. Oh yeah, of course. And she did the calculations. Uh, like, oops. And I was thinking, why? Well, you know, it suddenly feels so good. And we were just my mom, my mom and I were not driving. Going 100 miles an hour. 110. My <laughs> wow. sister was. I mean, you would feel it at 100. Yeah, the steering wheel would shake yeah, well, my at that speed. Well, Even getting close to that, it's, yeah. you don't feel safe. I mean, it well, she it's a good okay. car. What was the car? Um, Lexus. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah, maybe in a, yeah. maybe in a and Lexus, it was, yeah. The steering wheel would go shake like I mean grandma yeah, grandma just, Ben has done it. Once. <laughs> grandma <laughs> Ben has anxiety <laughs> just <laughs> listening to this. I, I was driving on an open Nevada road, no one around, so I thought let's let's just push the car to its limit. And the steering wheel just shakes like crazy uh, after any, 90. Any yeah. any who said so. yeah, 200 dollar <laughs> per 800 dollar <laughs> performance. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's got that those 800 800 dollar yeah. road handling. Yeah. But any, yeah. any, any, any who, so she, um, sometimes she would be driving quite fast and, you know, my mom and I were like, did you just cross the double line? She's like, no, I didn't. Like, uh, yeah, you did. She's like, really? Did I? She's like, oh, Jesus. Wow. Like, that's how, what? Yeah. What are you? <laughs> and every, yeah. and within those six days, there were so many moments that I was like, okay, here comes the the this end of my it, life, yeah. probably. <laughs> you know, because, you know, when um, she was really trying to overtake and there was a car coming, you know, 
Yeah, in, in the, the, American yeah, the English, opposite. we'd say pass to pass. So, right. and you're like, come on! Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I'm, bad. I, I'm I hate, afraid. Yeah, I hate the passing situations. I mean, I don't like them. In the, I mean, in Florida, it's bad too because, and and that's where accidents happen because people misjudge. It's hard to yeah. misjudge, mm-hmm. you know, judge <clears throat> distance and everything else, and just. So yeah, I just news. enjoyed you know when when it's average, you know, speed not too fast, you know. Yeah. So like now that we go into the dacha, for example, it's like an hour drive. Yeah. But now my sister is smarter. Also, it's two lane, you know, road. So you and usually the traffic, the traffic is so well. It's not really jammed, but you know, you don't get to overtake cars. So she's just driving, enjoying the surrounding. I'm like, that's what I like. <laughs> no, you know, extreme dangerous situations. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, if you if you like that, you can always just go to a racetrack and. Seriously, I mean, I have a question next. Yeah. So, in what situations can your driver's license be well taken taken away, or how to revoked? Revoked. Yeah. Um, well, in the UK, it's if you get twelve points. If you have twelve points on yeah, your there's, license, there's points. We yeah. call them points. So, um, so usually, an infraction on your driving license is normally about three points. So, let's say if you're driving and texting, that could be six points. Ew, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So it's, okay. So you have like a point system. Let's say if you system. if you overspeed. Yeah. If, it, well, if, if you, you get speed, like yeah. two, three, or three points, something like that. Okay. And if it's twelve points, it it is revoked for how it's long? Revoked. In the states, I think it's probably going to be less than it would take. Maybe your third infraction. You're at, you're you're probably just like your life. third strike. Like yeah. yeah. So for how for how long is maybe it? In a year. I think yeah. in a year, I think, yeah. I believe it's, it's pretty similar in the UK too. Okay. Some, something like that. Because yeah. I tried to, uh, well, find some information about Russia because I'm not a driver, I don't know, so I had to look it up. Apparently, if you drive without a license plate, for example, it can get revoked for up to three months. Um, then if you enter an oncoming lane where you're not supposed yeah. to or speeding more than 60 kilometers per hour or using fake plates, then it's um, from three months to up to a year. And then if you're caught drunk driving... Oh, or Russia's yeah. very serious about that. It's just, I think it's a zero point. So it's, it's a very low limit Zero in tolerance. Yeah, yeah, zero tolerance, which so is and, good. And then if you're drunk driving um, or you cause an accident, well, b- drunk driving or you, you're under some kind of yeah. substances, then it's from one year to two years. Yeah. Although I think I might be mistaken, so dear listeners, you—I'm pretty sure you know more about that than I do because I'm not a driver. But um, they wanted to, you know, to make the rules stricter. So if you caught drunk driving, then it would be up to several years, like six years or yeah. permanent, uh, six years of um, the driver's license being revoked. And some countries do not let you cross the border if you have a DUI. This is called a DUI in America and in the UK, driving oh, a, driving under the influence. Mm. Some mm-hmm. states, I think it's a DWI. Right, driving. But it's driving with... While influence, intoxicated. While intoxicated, yeah. yeah. It's a very famous term in the States and the UK, so DUI. So if you have a DUI, you can't go to Mexico. Mm. And there are some other countries too where mm. you can't even go as a tourist. They're very serious about mm-hmm. it. But also, you know, very often... 
I'm sad to say this, and I'm not sure if it, if I should, but uh, you know, technically in these situations when it should be revoked for up to three months, very often people bribe the officers, yeah. so they well, it's just, it's becoming. Them. Well, I believe bribing is is becoming less of a problem in Russia. I'm sure it still is a problem to an extent, but it's becoming less of a problem. I think it depends on what part of Russia you're talking about. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So, because yeah. you know, when there are no cameras, no CCTV, so. How can you prove well, I anything? Believe, I read somewhere that a new law was passed whereby police are just not allowed to handle cash in Russia at all. So you can't give, obviously I'm sure. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have to, yeah. It's, but it's, they don't have to handle the cash. It just doesn't go through the yeah. system. Yeah. It just goes into their pocket and they didn't handle yeah. any cash and maybe there wasn't any video and so it's all okay. Oh, it's... Uh, there was just no infraction, Yeah. And also I think, in, well, Russia's definitely becoming less corrupt. Of course, I'm, I'm sure there are pockets of Russia which are more corrupt. But I've spoken to a lot of students <laughs> about about bribes and a lot of people say they can't get away with, with that uh, it's, anymore. It's, I'm sure it's, it's somewhat yeah. better than it was, but it's probably, I mean, it used I'm to be sure. just yeah. common practice. So transport. <laughs> yeah, back yeah. to transport, yeah, right. right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Before we get ourselves in trouble, yes. you know. You're right, yeah. So, and what about public transport and its availability? What do you think about public transport here in Novosibirsk and in Russia in general? I think in Novosibirsk, we have a great network of public transport. Of course, there are some older trams, but they're charming. But they are. (laughs) Ben Ben finds them charming. Generally, Novosibirsk (laughs) should be pretty proud of its public transport system. Yeah, it's it's a good system. It's a good system. Of course, there are problems. I was on a... Um, a trolleybus, one of those electric buses, and it did break down because it was a little old. But of course, there are problems. But that but was charming too. It was very charming. <laughs> yeah. I used to take a tram. I used but. to take a tram to work, and then every day it was, you know, am I going to get lucky and get to work or not? Because the thing is that if it if one breaks down, the whole yeah, line, right, right. <clears throat> yeah, you know, can't move. Exactly. But so, generally, but. the transport is great. Yeah, it's yeah. very good. It's very good. Yeah. So I don't have a vehicle. I don't need a vehicle. In fact, I enjoy yeah. not having not having one. That's actually I, I the enjoy thing. not having it as much as probably people that have a car enjoy having a car. I mean, if you if you just go, you know, somewhere within the city, yeah, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And then right. if you need to go somewhere further, then, for example, then it's a problem. Like to the yeah. dacha, yeah. Exactly. So let's say now um, I don't drive, but if I don't need to go anywhere, you know, far, I'm fine. You know, there are taxis, shuttle buses like Marshutka, buses, trains, commuter trains, so many things. But let's say when we need to go to the dacha. So let's say um, when my sister can't drive my mom or, you know, us yep. to, to it. So my mom takes the commuter train, which is 40 minutes. But then after that, it's mm. either taking three buses oh. and some of them don't run from 11 till 6 p.m. From, oh. from 11 a.m. till 6 uh, till 4 p.m. Sorry. Oh. So which means that she will need to take a taxi, which is like 250 rubles. So it's either that, but she's also retired, so she can only rely on her pension and our help. So, but yeah, three buses. Wow. So (coughs) yeah, yeah. that's that's bad. And then you know, it's only what she can carry. So probably some clothes, not many things. But when you know, you need to take things there because she has moved there for the whole summer now. So without my sister's help, without her car, it would be impossible. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, that's how the entire United States is. It's all like going to the dacha, you know, I mean, sort of a little bit. 
I mean, any place that I've lived, um, if I just think of what would it be like to try to function in that place without a car, mm-hmm. and it's like impossible. I mean, it's so far from it's, where you yes. live to anything. I mean, to anything. I, that's why, you know, it's a must. It's more yeah, of a necessity a must, yeah. rather than, it's you know, a just a luxury. necessity in most places, yeah. Because I, um, let's say the first year that I was in the U.S., I lived in a town of Waltham, which is 40 minutes away from Boston. And we had commuter commuter train, uh, commuter rail, it's called, and a bus. So one hour and a half on a bus, you're fine. I mean, it's there. And I think this, and there are two buses that go around the town. So it was okay. It was fine. If I needed to go to Boston, I could do that, you know, on a bus, which is $2.40. But in Wellesley, um, it's a smaller town. So there's only commuter rail. And to go from there to Boston is $8.50. So go there and back, it's $17. It's not something you can afford, you know, doing very often. Some people need to go to work. Right. So they would pay like um, $500 per month for an unlimited pass. Wow. $500. Yeah. And that's... Yeah, it's it's the same situation in London. I mean, public transport, it's it's outrageously expensive. This is one thing that Russia does really well is is public transport. Yeah, Yeah, because it's it's 240, right? That's just... One within the same zone. Within the same zone. Mm. One, so if you want to so go Leicester zone. Square to Covent Garden, which is one stop, you're going to yeah, pay I two pound forty. Yeah, yeah. I well, lived in, in Zone Three. Yeah. I think it was the Zone Three. Yeah, most people would live around. And I remember there was more, more. And the thing is that I also had to take a bus to go to the, you know, to mm, the tube, yeah. and yeah. then if I wanted so to the go, bus somewhere is one pound fifty, so one hundred and fifty rubles. Then you get on the tube, it's two hundred and forty rubles. Whereas yeah. here you pay 25 rubles, 26 rubles if it's on the metro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's very... It's cheap, yeah. Yeah, and, <clears throat> and it's good quality generally. Yeah, it's it's fine. I mean, you just need to get where you're going. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty minimal. Yeah, I remember I was shocked by the prices both in the US yeah, and the, they're bad. And the UK. Yeah. I, think, I think in New York it's maybe f- probably up to about f- maybe $354 subway. Yeah. Where? And- New York, yeah. You, subway. And subway. it's a terrible subway. 275. As well. Yeah, it's Obviously, terrible, the yeah. New York it's subway nasty. has a lot of charm. Well, yes, right. <laughs> oh, that's you would call is it. Is that the worst right. thing you want to That's how it's called. Yeah, okay. The subway is kind of the tramvai. It's kind of the tramvai. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Then I told you that you're a master of euphemisms. It's charm. Like, I saw red the size of a cat over there. Yeah. Like, is it. Okay. It's, yeah. No, it, it's, it's it's nasty. Yeah. It's not beautiful. It's not it's nice. Not, yeah. Yeah. It's two. It's two seventy five uh, right now, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, you pay, you pay for that horror last, show. I went went there last. Um, well, yeah, last time I went there it was two seventy five. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I, mean, I think good, you know. I, in general, I, there, I think maybe, maybe one ride on um, on a subway and most buses in the U.S. is more or less the same. Because I checked, let's say Boston two forty four. Uh, subway 174 bus, New York City subway 275. And I checked out some other places. Let's say Salt Lake City, it's 250 for a bus, Miami, mm. uh, Metro Rail 225. And in general, it's within, you know, this from two to 270 for, yeah. for different areas. But 850, for example. And yeah, well, it depends on you. You know, there's a lot of people commute into New York and City. And then also and here in Novosibirsk, they, they won't let you on. The metro, if if you're under the influence, if you're drunk, they won't. They have they stop you at. If, yeah, they might. Yeah, 
And in America, yeah, you don't see yeah. drunk people on the yeah. on the metro. Yeah, yeah, they have metal buses. detectors, and it's pretty safe. And yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I I like Novosibirsk metro. Yeah, it's really yeah, it's really too. good it's actually. It's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. super convenient. And, it's when you um, the problem with transport here is that it's available. Let's say in the morning, in the peak hour, you know, in the rush hour, it's jammed. You can't go very often. You can't go to places just because. Ah, uh, well, it's usually in uh, parts of the city where there are two lanes, and everyone wants to go to work. So usually, yeah. if it's you know Sunday morning, oh, it would you're take talking about buses, yeah, buses, buses yeah, much well, at least the trams run very frequently. So yeah. Every five minutes. Right, well, it depends on the time again and yeah. the day. But yeah, there are always ways that you can yeah, get to a place. And I and taxis are quite available as well. Yeah. I yes, mean, they are. And I remember your story how you decided to tip the taxi driver with a pound. Well, not a pound, the but like hundred rubles. Because yeah, you're like, oh, it's like a pound. Spicible, sure. Yeah, that would be a, a gigantic. Yeah, was, yeah. and I thought, oh yeah, it's just a, just a quid. Let's give it. Let's give it to the <laughs> big tipper. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> so, wait, have yeah. you ever uh, taken a commuter commuter trail, a commuter train, like elektrichka over here? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, to be honest, no, but I'm, you're about to have that experience. <laughs> yeah, you can show me. Yeah. Now there's charm. Now yeah. there's charm for you. Yeah, you'll go to a lovely ride from Novosibirsk to Iskitim, I promise. Yeah, no, I'm looking oh, forward boy. to it. Yeah, that's a charming. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when you get there, it's all worth it. Yeah. You're in Iskitim. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. yes. The good news is you're, the train trip is over. The bad news is you're in this. <laughs> I got good news and bad news for you. The train trip is over, and the bad news is. Don't you, joke you, about Iskitim people, Gary. Be, be yeah, careful. Yeah, yeah, that could be it for me, yeah. So, and what about trains versus airplanes? So, what do you usually prefer, and what are the pros and cons of each of them? Well, I am a complete aviation nerd. I'm obsessed with planes. I love planes. High five. It's, it's a very cool... Oh, you can't high five because... It's too, too far it's away, too but far yeah. Away. yeah. <laughs> Mental high um, five. But, but yeah, I'm fascinated by aircraft and I love... I, I'm such a nerd. I will happily go and watch planes land and take off at Oh, runways. one of those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. a plane But I mean, spotter, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I have I have a little dream, uh, which is once to um, have a flight on Airbus A380, oh, cool. which is the largest um, yep. airplane. The airliner is huge. And it's, yeah, I, I was fortunate. I flew in it once <gasps> between, um, what was it? Los Angeles and London. If you have a weird feeling mm. right now, was, that's my jealousy. Ignore it. It's, <laughs> it's cool. It's very cool. And if you sit on the upper deck, because the economy class is usually on the upper deck on the A380, you just barely feel the landing. It's so buttery and smooth, uh, and uh, it's a cool. Pl- Unfortunately, uh, they're phasing out the A380s because why? because they're way too expensive to maintain. That well, that makes sense. A lot of airlines are phasing out four-engine planes because the maintenance on the engines is absolutely insane. Mm. But let's say a friend of mine, she had a flight on this plane from from where from Moscow to Dubai. And even though it's a huge plane, she said that there wasn't a single empty spot. Right. Like yeah. it was full. So apparently, you know, there's there's demand if they have. Did she yeah. fly on Emirates? She did. Yeah, because so they had they have the fleet of A three eighties. I believe I could be wrong. I believe they're retiring a lot of them. 
Well, all oh. the jumbo jets have recently been retired mm. by most airlines, and jumbo jets have been converted into cargo freighters now. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a sad, it's a shame to see the queen of the skies, as as it's known, <laughs> as Ben knows. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, called, it's called the queen of the sky. Well, that's that's the official. Well, not, oh, is it really? I've never heard of that. Airbus A three eighty. Well, the eight, no, that's the seven forty seven. So oh, the first, the, the jumbo jet. I think I've, I've flown on those. It's oh, yeah, you definitely would have. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think it's the most very, common. Yeah, but they're being phased out. Sadly. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's too many. I mean, I haven't been on one in years. So yeah, the Queen of the Skies is the official nickname for the 747. So, what about trains? Trains? Well, still great transport. I'd love to do the Trans Siberian. I've still never done it. I have. Why do you think it's so popular among visitors and tourists and people? Well, I just think there's a, a romance to it. Yeah, that's exactly it's, what it's I was like going to say. Because yeah, that's you know, definitely the, not the, the convenience. Like the Vienna Baghdad or whatever, Berlin to Baghdad. You know, it's this sort of fabled, uh, you know, fabled route. Um, yeah. I've I've done the trip to. To Moscow a lot of times. And oh, cool. From Novosibirsk yeah, to Moscow. It's like three part. days, yeah. right? Yeah, it's it's like two days, two and a half days. And um, I I really like it. I like, tra- you know, I, I like trains. I'm more of a train guy. Yeah. I mean, planes are fun. I mean, the problem is it takes you two and a half days, you know. Yeah. That's- but I still love to do that. It sounds like such an experience. And Yeah, it is. I, I did like you do it. the Platzkart or did you yeah, do the... Yeah, I do Platzkart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've done yeah. Coupé. I've done you Platz- get to meet more people. I've guess. also done yeah. Opsche. Opsche. You, you had one of the things on the outline is about worst worst trip. Oh, yeah. Don't wait. On. Don't do not do Opsche. So is that just, right. just the, the seats? sitting? Yes, sitting. But I mean, but it you was did... overnight. But it was overnight. Ooh, that's a bit of a. Oh, that's a bit of But a it's not nuisance. like you know they they don't have those you know from Novosibirsk to Moscow. It's not a long. No, uh, yeah. no. I mean, maybe maybe there is a way to do that. I've never did. No, I, no, no. I, I don't did think it so. from I did it from Moscow to uh, to Riga. Mm. Oh, Latvia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Latvia. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I was planning to go to Tallinn, and um, yet they just didn't. Mm-hmm. Train was full, so I Plan B became uh, became Riga Opsche, which is <laughs> sitting. Yeah, for um, nine hours. Yeah, overnight. Yeah, it was nine hours at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was nasty. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I actually decided that I was going to try to. Uh, this is what made it the worst trip ever. I decided that I was going to. To try to sleep in the, I guess it's there are sleep, there are some kind of compartments up yeah. above, and so I managed to get myself up on there. Oh, it's like on a luggage rack. <laughs> it's basically a luggage rack. I slept on a luggage rack once. I was on a train, a night train between Prague and Bratislava, and it was a horrible journey. It was so yeah. Well, bad. this was too. I can I can <laughs> share that this like was this train, was rough yeah. because also I mean you've got like zero um, tolerance for yeah. like if you fall off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so there's nothing there's to nothing stop there. you from falling. No, basically, no, except uh, that's except my the floor. that's my fear. The, the floor is there to catch you. The floor is there to catch you. Oh God! Um, right, you know, right. I love. Don't worry. There's a, there's plenty of floor down there. I love trains now. You know, if it's not too long. Well, let's say for example, once I took a train trip to Kazan, which was 36 hours yep. to Nizhny Novgorod, 45 hours. And I mean, I usually t- you know take the top bunk, so I sleep most of the way. I read, and then I'm I don't worry about my um, my bag being stolen. You know, because I just put it on the. Um, 
the sluggish rack, rack yeah. above. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. and nobody would you know would like to go to the, you know yeah, yeah. nobody's that far to stuff, to yeah. steal it. But if you have you know your luggage or your bags under the uh, lower bunk, it can get yeah. stolen. It happens all the time. But any anywho, so I loved it because I you know you sleep and earlier when I used to take the train, there were no sockets. No AC. And once I took a trip when it was plus 30, I thought I'd die over there. Because in my part of um, of the train, it was Platzkart. The window couldn't get open because it was uh, an emergency exit. So and I was like, okay, I hate it. So every time there was a stop at night, I would just come outside like, oh, fresh air. Oh, my God, finally. But now most of the trains have ACs. Yes, they do. Yeah. Most of the trains, at least newer trains, um, they have USB you know sockets yeah. yeah next to each uh well yeah i watched shelf. A, i watched something about the rasiski Zelezny Dorogi, the rgd thing um they showed something on youtube about their brand new trains which they are rolling out they're soon. a little bit more expensive yeah. but i think it's worth it you know taking a train ride when it yeah, has in, ac in general it's not cheap anymore i mean yeah. it, if if it ever was it it's certainly sometimes not it's more expensive than um yeah, it, than yeah. the plane so let's yeah. say now if you want to go to kazan it's cheaper to go by plane yeah. if you want to go to irkutsk for return tickets the plane is just six thousand more expensive but then you know a return trip to irkutsk and back it's uh two days and uh 20 yeah. hours yeah. so you know you know yeah. But the best trains in the world have to be the Chinese trains. Apparently, they're all brand new trains. That depends on what road you're talking about. I took a train from Harbin to Beijing. Yeah. That was not a great ride, oh, really? I'm going to tell you. Yeah. The thing is that in Russia, if you go on a train, it has, you know, bottom, yeah. like bunk. Yeah, yeah. How, bunk, how would you yeah, call it? Cool bunks, and yeah. then the top one. So two, and then the luggage rack. In China, it's three. So oh, yes, one, I've, two, I've, three. Yeah, would, and if yeah. you are on the top <laughs> one, it's one. Yeah, that would be. That that's would, difficult to get on there. Yeah, that and would then, be nasty, yeah. you know, when when you take a train ride in Russia, you come in, you're taking, you you know, you're given, you know, some sheets, a blanket. They're in a plastic bag, so you tear it open, you put yeah. it on. In China, when we had to go from Beijing to Harbin back, so we saw a train come in, people coming in, and we could see what was happening. Mm. So the people took, you know, the sheets and everything, turned them upside down. Oh, no. And they were like, come on in. I'm like, "Uh, uh, (laughs) I'm not sure I want to now. Oh, wow. So they flipped the sheets. Yes. Okay, we put the good oh, we side. S- up. The best thing is in you, China. You are a valued guest. <laughs> we we're going to put the better side up on these sheets for you. <laughs> and the clean chi- one. In China, people like to clear their throats a lot. If oh, you know they what do. I mean. Sure, they, they, they chew, And you hear this on the train. Kind of, <laughs> so I'm, I know. Yeah, some kind of weird nuts here. <laughs> <laughs> spitting all over the, the floor. Yeah. So I mean, it's I mean, yes. maybe maybe they're better. Welcome to our country. <laughs> we, are, we are glad to have you. <laughs> so maybe the, the train may be a little bit slick underfoot. <laughs> Sticky. <laughs> right. Yikes. Yeah. But maybe the trains are better, you know, technically in, the, in this way. The brand new way. trains are great. Okay, as but are the Russian ones. what's the in, inside that train? Yeah, I'm it may so be the sure. Harbin... Harbin. Maybe I that's, the, that's yeah. this, the, just this route. I think it's sort of like super province, you know. Maybe. 
Well, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that, you know, Harbin is a province. It's a big city, yeah. It's well, it's a, no, it's a big city, but yeah. it's, I think it's maybe, you know, it's like you a, know, a friend of mine. Reaches, yeah. A friend of mine is actually, um, she has texted me just a couple of days ago asking, are you going to be in Novosibirsk from the 5th to the 7th of July? And she's from St. Petersburg. Like, are, are you coming to the lovely city of N? She's like, yeah, I'm going to be there for like a couple of days. I'm like, why for a couple of days? She's like, yeah, we're taking a trip from St. Petersburg to Vladivostok. It's going to take a month, 12 cities. And then from Vladivostok, they're going to take the Trans-Siberian eight days to Moscow. So I, I think they're crazy, but in a good way. But one month, 12 cities, and then six, uh, eight day train back. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, that would, they will have done it. <laughs> when they're when they've done it, they'll get off and they'll say, "Well, we've done it." It's Can like, you it's like after, getting the Iskatine. After I mean, <laughs> after forty-five hours on a train, when I went to yeah. Nizhnyovgorod, the first twelve hours, maybe I had a feeling that the you know that I'm moving or the the, the ground is moving. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine after eight days? Yeah, you'd be like, I I started to have a bad reaction to um, to the sleeping conditions. Mm. I mean, I really like the train. I mean, I really like the train. Just the thing of it. If you, yeah. if you ever have the time to do that, but but just the thing of being flat, that flat, I mean, it was on a mattress, but yeah. I found that I had trouble like getting mm. non-horizontal, yeah. getting up, mm-hmm. and I don't even know what yeah. that was, if it's like the action on the muscles or whatever, but anyway, mm-hmm. so that was why I don't know that I'd want to do that because yeah. it was so yeah. strange, but anyway, that's just me maybe. And... I have my favorite question, actually. What do you think was the worst train or plane experience that you've ever had? Gary, I guess yours would be... I was describing the yep. uh, the worst train experience, yep. Benjamin? Yeah, it have to be that one between Prague and Bratislava. I've been, I've been on, on a train some, it was, right? Yeah, it was on a train. It was a night train and there was this crazy person running up and down the corridor. Felt bad for the person, but I felt bad for my my sleep <laughs> i couldn't sleep this person was just uh probably sad i know probably had schizophrenia or something but Aww. it was just oh, wow. it, it, no one could sleep on this train because of this i feel and like was, i've been yeah. i've been relatively lucky because i've never had you know like a horrible ride yeah well yeah. this one what i had like, was was not horrible it was yeah. i mean i've had you know, like, i've had a stressful flight when i was bringing a dog from Novosibirsk to Boston to a friend of mine. Yeah, don't recommend. Zero out of 10. Okay, two out of 10. Yeah. Um, but I mean, the flight from Moscow to New York City was amazing. So because all the people, they would come to me like, do you need any help carrying something? Oh, can we pet the dog? I'm like, sure. And then a lovely lady from Israel gave me a chocolate bar and I hadn't eaten anything that day. I'm like, thank you so much. That's the first food I've had. But the flight from Novosibirsk to Moscow was so stressful because first... The dog had never seen me before that until, mm. of course, she was, you know, she was crying. It's like, <laughs> then one month before the flight, I checked the dog in for the flight because Aeroflot has a rule, no more than two dogs or two cats on a flight and it can't be a dog and a cat. Mm. So who's, you know, if you're the first wow. one, you're the lucky one to have the dog with you in the cabin. So you don't. Because, you know, if it's a big dog, you have to check it in and then the dog is going in the cargo um, part. Anywho, so that was a little dog. So one month before the flight, we also checked everything for the size of the carrier. 
So, and we got even a smaller one so it would fit under the seat, you know, in front of me. It didn't. Mm. So, and I was panicky because I'm like, what am I going to do? How? What? So I asked the flight attendant, like, what can I do? Because the, the, the carrier does not fit under the seat. And we called the company twice. She's like, oh, well, you know, just put it between your legs or something. So I was flying like that for not moving for four hours. And then the man who was sitting next to me. So I had a um, plane. Oh, sorry. A window seat. Because mm-hmm. so, I paid yes, for of course, it. Of course you had a window seat. Yeah. So I didn't have to stand up and go because, you know, it's four hours so I thought like, okay, if I take the window seat, if I buy it, then I wouldn't, you know, bother people. So the man who was sitting next to me, he was annoyed by the crying of a dog. And I'm like, look, she's scared. She's stressed. Give her half and half an hour and, you know, she'll be fine. So and she, he asked flight attendants several times to change my seat because he was annoyed by the dog. So that was the most stressful four hours of yeah. a flight that I've ever had. Yeah, I, I had one bad flight, uh, flight which was from Moscow to Novosibirsk. This was would have been in the 90s, early 2010s, something like that, and uh, or 20, 2000s, and uh, it was on an Illusion. Oh, which, those, oh, I love those, but I would love what? to try. Illusion, uh, the, the old Russian. Yeah. Oh, eel. Eel. So it's yeah, usually yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, the plane was full. And I got a window seat, and I had a big carry-on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was so tight, and I was so cramped. I mean, oh. my muscles, you know, I'm a tall. And, yeah. And the, it was, you know, it's crushed seating anyway, and, mm-hmm. and you know, just everything else. And I had a window seat yeah. and a giant carry-on, so it was nasty. Anyhow, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. I lived. I have one, one last question for you. <laughs> so if you could choose let's say any destination any ride or you know any trip on train or on on a plane what would it be so your dream destination how would you picture your perfect ride on a train or in a plane i mean i'll just do the trans siberian obviously i love planes this is i love so you would be really ready to take a train for eight days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd be you should, fine. You should grab you'd a lot like of books with you then. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd love to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow, I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, I don't even know. <laughs> I'll just pick on pick something out of your book and do the A380 before it yeah. disappears. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. That's my answer. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, All I would right. I would yeah. love to take um you know to go somewhere on this uh airplane in a business class. We're talking about, you know, dreams, so Why not? Yeah. Sure. Can you imagine what it would feel like, you know, super comfort. It's probably going to be more comfortable than my apartment. Really? Depends on your apartment, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm rightly imagining your apartment, it's probably more more luxurious. So, and I really, really, really want to know about the best and the worst experience of our listeners, especially the worst, because that's usually more fun to read. I mean, it is. So, yeah. So what do you think about planes, uh, trains, transport? Is there a country where you've lived that is different from Russia? And if so, how is it different? So tell us about your experience, your plans, your dreams, anything. And we would love to chat with you about that. All right. So 
Thank you for listening. That was the Big Apple School podcast. And today we discussed transport. Uh, we talked about how Grandma Ben drives. Yeah. <laughs> yes, right. Yes. So yeah. remember, if you struggle to understand our conversation, you're always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast. Um, if you go to the website itself, which is bigappleschool.com, you can find all sorts of things there. Grammar, podcasts, videos, Whew, so, so many things, actually, you know, articles, pictures, whatever you want. And if you go to the podcast page, then you can find full scripts of each episode there. So you can listen and read. And that's super convenient, super cool. And if you want to get even more content, which will help you learn English, you can all, you know, always find us on any social media. We are on Instagram, VK, YouTube, Telegram, everywhere. So just search our name, which is, again, Big Apple School. So that was Katya, and my guests for today were... Gary. And... Benjamin. Stay tuned, and we'll see you around. <laughs>